This episode is brought to you by New Balance. You don't have to be an elite athlete when you pound the pavement. Whether you've run five marathons or you only run when necessary, whether you're chased by bears, zombies, monsters, the apocalypse is coming, but New Balance will have you covered regardless. Whether you need shoes for comfort, stability, or race day speed, they've got you covered because the only right way to run is your way. New Balance, run your way. Visit newbalance.com slash running to learn more. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hello, gentle listeners, and welcome to Go! My favorite sports team. My name is Markiplier, and I am not what you would call a sports enthusiast. I don't watch sports, I don't keep up with sports, and I was in marching band all through high school. So if you're listening to this and thinking to yourself, oh, I didn't know Markiplier was into sports, you're right! However, my good friend Tyler is. I'm Tyler Scheid. I've studied sports and participated in sports my entire life. It's been a huge passion of mine for many years, and so in a lot of ways, I uh, focus on it in a lot of different things. That was a terrible introduction. Yeah, I was trying to. That pull was bad. That There's a script, the you know. Thing. There, we we wrote down exactly yeah, what it I, should be. I, yeah. I, anyway. Uh, Tyler has a master's degree in sports administration. He has a fancy piece of paper that he didn't bring with him. Do you have that? I think it's still in Ohio. Why is it in Ohio? Because it's safer there than it is with me moving around everywhere out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, on this podcast, we are attempting to bridge the gap between sports knowers like Tyler and sports not knowers such as myself and find the common ground on the battlefield of sport. So Tyler, I have some fucking questions for you. I'm ready. I'm, People can't I, see you nodding your head. I'm, <laughs> so I'm completely <laughs> and utterly prepared for your questions uh-huh. that dive into my knowledge of sport yeah. and my background. Yeah. Okay. Number one, do you consider yourself an expert in sports? Well, from a technical standpoint, I wouldn't call myself an expert, but uh-huh. my master's degree in sport administration uh-huh. says that I am. Really? So I'm an expert in sport business. For uh-huh. having a master's degree, you are considered an expert. Right. But okay. I mean, in the general grand scheme of understanding every nuance of sport, uh-huh. yeah, not so much, but uh-huh. I consider myself up there in the echelon of knowledge of sport. Okay, cool. But I'm in the low. Wise. I'm low knowledge of sports. Like I got basically, I've seen sports with you. I, sh- I I need a better word for this. You, I've seen you, the sports. You've you've watched them I've with watched me next them. to you. Yes. Or I mean, you've also participated in some. Sports, I've done a few. So. Yeah, I did wrestling. I I quit freshman year after freshman year because I couldn't take it anymore. And it was too much. And well, I did track and field, but I did the laziest sport possible, which is throwing. And that's not an insult to throwers because if you ask any thrower, is throwing lazy? And they will say absolutely yes. The majority of them. There'll probably be some tryhards that are like, no way, it's so much training. I mean, like, no. I imagine like the Olympic throw. Would argue, but oh, the, the everyday average thrower oh, yeah. would probably agree. They tr- 
train. Yeah. I did not train. Yes. Anyway, let me get back on track. You are the expert, but you disagree with that. You, so, so, a high echelon sport knower. <laughs> you can call me your expert. How about that? My expert. <laughs> no, no, no. You're everyone who's listening's expert. I mean, You're that's fair. our expert. That's fair. From the designated designation of the master's degree, I'm considered an expert within the sport field, so uh-huh. therefore you could technically uh-huh. say that. Okay, you are a master of sport. I like that. <laughs> that makes like me that. So, sound like I both know what I'm doing uh-huh. and could just like defeat anybody in competition. Any ball, anywhere, put it in any hole, any goal. You could pick up any ball, put it in any <laughs> hole. <laughs> at any time. So anyone listening at home, if you want someone to count on to put a ball in a hole, you call on Tyler Scheid. Well, I mean, not all sports require balls and holes, but I'm pretty sure I could excel in balls and holes. You're right. Not all sports need balls and holes. Uh, sorry, I just had like a mind explosion there. I was like, I, I realized it because, yeah, no, even shot foot doesn't. But I mean, okay, what about hunting? Is hunting a sport? You're mm. making a hole and you're putting a ball through it with the ball. Well, I mean, that's from a technical standpoint, is a bullet a ball? I mean, old school, the musket would be, mm-hmm. but then archery. Mm-hmm. Archery isn't a ball. And that's bow a hunting's a thing. You look at it hard enough. I guess a discus is There's... a ball. All right, fine. You got me there. <laughs> Backing up some steps. I got I, I got ahead of my, my questions here because there's a big overarching question. And the point of this podcast yeah. is not so much to just talk about sports, but how sports relates to our lives and how it impacts people all around the world. Because there's people that love sports and there's people that don't love sports and there's people that hate sports and there's people that kind of like sports and there's people that sports is their entire life. There's a socio-political and economic scale of sports that exists so it doesn't just stick within competition and what 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 did you just say (laughs) what the hell did you just say socio-political economic economic scale scale of sports of sport in the sense that sports impacts all three of those categories social Uh, uh, political political and economic economical and also, th- this podcast isn't just for people that don't know sports. It's for people that do know sports. We are going to talk about sports that are happening today. Yeah. And, and eventually we will understand all of that. So everyone at home, including myself, because I am at home recording this in my home, <laughs> will know enough about sports to get good at the knowing when you tell me what happened in sport world. Correct. The, the, <laughs> the baseline... Correct. Giving people the baseline understanding of, yeah, yeah. of sports. Okay, all right. So in 20 words or less, tell me, what is sports? Okay, so sport requires three particular things. Competition, athletic activity, and rules. And rules. Okay, that's 10 words. You explain sports in 10 words. You are a god of sport. Competition, athletic ability, and rules. Athletics. Athletics. Competition. Competition. And rules. And rules. But does athletics involve the mind? Because it's chess a sport. So there's a lot of debate within the sports community about whether one sport is a sport or not a sport. Uh And so that comes down to the person's understanding and belief Uh of sport. Maybe it's not so much athletic ability, but skill. Skill is, yeah. Yeah, because esports with like gamers, they are not, let's be honest here, (laughs) they are not the most athletically inclined individuals. In all fairness, there's a lot of studies that exist. This is the same thing people argue with golfers. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. If you look at 
golfers, there are some that are overweight and don't look like they're sure, sure. athletically in shape, mm-hmm. right? What we epitomize as an athletic body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But performance-wise, the majority yeah. of the time that you run into an issue in sport and when you get into talking performance, health and body makeup still impacts it. And that's the same thing with esports players mm-hmm. is that their health and their diet and their athletic ability mm-hmm equates to performance there's still a trend within that Uh those that are in better shape Uh from a health standpoint tend to perform better even in esports true i guess that that does make sense because i do see a lot of i don't see a lot of i don't pay attention to it very much but i do see like some documentaries like compilations on youtube of esports professionals athletes esports athletes they are technically considered esports athletes okay interesting well some of them live in like a house together you know like a hype house like a content farm house you know like oh you know yeah yeah i mean that same thing does exist within other sports in the world not necessarily in the professional field Hang on, i'm not done i didn't make a point yet oh sorry But there's video of them. They they have a professional chef cook them all their meals. Very nutritious for nerve impulsivity, stuff like that. And then they also train. They do some physical exercise because it helps keep the mind-body connection strong. Um, and, like, that is important for people. Now, for chess, not so much. You, I, I feel like you don't need quick reaction times unless you're doing speed chess. But really, just, like, it's about the mind. But there's competition and there's rules in there. So when it comes down to, like, what is a sport and having that, like, skill, it's kind of like the skill... It's it's not entirely just the skill because you can let your reactions go to shit. You know what I mean? And that mm-hmm. kind of like dulls the mind. You got to keep the mind sharp. And the best way to keep the mind sharp sometime is to keep the body sharp. Yes. Know? Okay. Doing exercise and physical activity does mm. improve your neuron firing for reaction time. That's big words right there. That's big words that sounds like they came from a master's degree. Well done. <laughs> Did you have to take like anatomy classes and stuff like that? I almost double mastered in exercise physiology and (sighs) sport administration. So I did take those. But Mm. for my business degree, which is focused on sport, I did not. Mm. But I did because you know me. Okay, fair enough. All right. Anyway, uh, what is a sporting chance? So from that standpoint, there's this aspect within sport that You've heard of the Cinderella story, right? Everybody knows about like the Cinderella story of like a small time, like David versus Goliath that overcomes all odds to win. Did you just reference a story with another story? Yes, I did. (laughs) So, (laughs) Did you mean the David and Goliath story or did you mean Cinderella? It's it's the same concept of the Cinderella story. Okay. All right. I remember when Cinderella threw a rock at a giant. 100%. Like, give me my shoe back, bitch. So, and then he died. What they're getting at within a sporting chance yeah. is like, if you look at me and you, mm-hmm. you're in shape and I'm kind of out of shape, but yeah, I have yeah. a height advantage. I have a length advantage. Yeah, you're six and foot I have experience. six wingspan. Let me tell you guys at home how much Tyler talks about his goddamn <laughs> six don't. foot six wingspan. It comes up pretty much every social gathering. When you introduce yourself to new people, at some point in the first 30 minutes, your wingspan comes into the conversation. Okay. In all fairness, the majority of the time that happens is after i get a compliment about me giving good hugs that's weird that's a weird thing to get constant compliments on do you give good hugs hug me what i'm told hug me (laughs) hug me right now hang on we're standing up to give each other hugs we were sitting (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) that's a nice hug 
But anyway, not bad hug. Very good. I still think it's a little strange to get constant compliments on your hugs. It actually is. It's just one of those things that comes up uh -huh. and somebody will say, oh, that's a nice hug. And I'm like, oh, yeah, thank you. I, it's really just my genetics and my long mm -hmm. arms span. Right. That's right. usually how that your starts. freakishly long arms. Your arms are longer <laughs> than you are tall, which Correct. is just an anomaly. Correct. Yeah. I don't know how long my arms are, but they're probably not as long as I am tall. We could measure that. We could I don't that want out. to measure that. There are things about myself that I don't want to know. My wingspan, the circumference of my butthole, <laughs> like how much blood I have in my body. I just don't need to know these things. Do you want to know the size of your head? I already know the size of my head. It's like 24 and a quarter inches. It's a pretty big noggin. Hey, keeping that good creative brain. I think it's mostly just skull, skull and cerebrospinal fluid that's built up over the years. <laughs> I don't think there's any kind of brain in there. This is an interesting tangent for a sports talk show. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. Okay, the reason I brought up what a sporting chant. Did you answer the question? I, I didn't finish it. Oh, we got sorry. I'm sorry. So a sporting chance means that when you're in a competition, uh -huh. no matter who is facing who, mm -hmm. there's always a chance that the person who is at the slight disadvantage mm -hmm. or on the onset looked at as being the lesser athlete mm -hmm. has the chance of winning. Right. So say me and you went and played basketball. Mm -hmm. I have a significant height advantage. Yep. I have experience actually playing that sport. Yep. Yep. You would still have a sporting chance to defeat me. Would I, though? You would. Would I, though? Yeah. So would I, the odds are heavily in my favor, but there's still... Remember the, the time chance. when we played basketball? It was like seventh grade. Oh, God. And yeah. like I got the ball and I didn't know about the whole thing when you play in only a half court about you got to bring it past the three-point yeah. line yeah, again. Yeah, bring it back. And I, I caught it right under the room like, hell yeah! And I shot it in and everyone was like, <laughs> you fucking idiot. And I'm like, what'd I do? I got it in the basket. <laughs> the, the best part about that was... So at our school, wrestlers didn't like basketball players and basketball players didn't like wrestlers. Why not? Because they're both winter sports and they don't consider the other person an athlete in the same regard because wrestling's different than basketball. Well, that's dumb. Yeah. And so it's like they think if the basketball team wrestled, they could beat the wrestlers and the wrestling team played basketball. The basketball team would more than likely win. But so the whole thing was it was wrestling practice that we went and we played basketball. So it was all a group of wrestlers. Right. And everybody else knew the rules except you. Right. Well, yeah, because I... I I had never even played basketball. I had played it like two times prior to that in like a with group. I had a basketball hoop as a kid, so I, I could throw the ball and kind of get in the hoop. And it was kind of fun. But I never played in a group setting. And the only other time I played, I was like in third grade and I faked asthma because I didn't want to play. I like it was like it was uh, the ball came to me and I passed it away. I'm like, I can't breathe. You know, like third grade me. What is that? Like seven year old me. Yeah. It was like So I didn't know anything. I never watched basketball. I never knew anything about it. Which also proves the point of you use the term throw instead of shoot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was going to point that out. Like, you can tell Mark is not a sports expert when he says, <laughs> I, I could throw the basketball in the hoop. And I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> Told me to shoot a basketball, get a gun out. And just <laughs> I did it, guys. I did. Anyway, the reason I bring up sporting chance is because I'm trying to understand what it is about sports that really makes people appreciate it. Like, I even feel it. It's like a phenomenon when people are in a crowd together and they're all enjoying something at the same time. There's a sense of euphoria that kind of is contagious in the air. And I, I, it's the same reason people go to concerts, because the idea of a bunch of people in the same space enjoying the same thing has this almost primal effect on people. I've felt it at concerts. I've felt it watching a game. I felt the adrenaline rush. 
rush. And I think if I had to theorize how to boil it down, it comes down to an intense competition where you have no idea who's going to win or it's someone who didn't have like a sporting chance rising to the occasion. It's why people love Rocky. I love Rocky. Rocky the movie's great. great. Like a lot of the Rocky movies are great. I love uh, the new one with the guy and the name. Creed. Creed. I love Creed too. Like it's amazing how the formula is the same, but it still evokes that feeling of overcoming an obstacle. The Cinderella story. Where she threw the rock at the giant and he toppled it, over onto the so, carriage. Which is it. really Damn. interesting. I don't actually know the origin of why it's called a Cinderella story, but yeah. that's what those are considered. They're uh-huh. considered Cinderella stories. It's like rags to riches. Right. It's the overcoming all odds. Yeah. yeah so that exactly. correlation is why it's called that. In fact, there's even a movie called The Cinderella Story that's about mm. boxing. And okay. it's set in the Great Depression. Ooh, interesting. It's actually a great movie. Yeah, I bet it is. A lot of sports movies are great movies. I still don't want to watch sports, though, but I love sport movies. They're very inspirational. They're inspirational. That's the biggest thing is it's inspirational. I feel like everyone wants to feel like they can be a hero in their heart. And I think sports kind of offers one of the few chances in life where there's a clear path to being that kind of hero, that champion, the winner, you know, being a winner. There's a line of you try as hard as you can, you work as hard as you can, and you will have a chance. It's not guaranteed, right? but you'll at least have a chance. And some people, like myself included, would rather roll the dice and take a chance on something. I did it with YouTube. Then like play it safe and not like have the chance to risk everything for like a possibility of success. But right. It's so inspirational to see someone do that. And it's so heartbreaking to see someone try so hard and fail. It's but in all those stories, there are those try so hard and then they fail, but then they come back. Yeah. And that's the greatest thing about those stories, in my opinion. And mm-hmm. the greatest thing about sport is there's always another competition. Yeah. Yeah. And so you pick yourself back up, you train harder, you figure out where your mistakes were, and you rise to the occasion. This episode is brought to you by New Balance. You don't have to be an elite athlete when you pound the pavement. Whether you've run five marathons or you only run when necessary, whether you're chased by bears, zombies, monsters, the apocalypse is coming. But New Balance will have you covered regardless. Whether you need shoes for comfort, stability, or race day speed, they've got you covered. Because the only right way to run is your way. New Balance. Run your way. Visit newbalance.com slash running to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. You know, all those subscription websites, they just hide those charges from you. They're hidden and repetitive and you forget about them. Oh, I know exactly which websites you're talking about. The ones that you like to go to. You do? I've literally spent so long digging through my finances. Rocket Money can help cancel your subscriptions. You're saying Rocket Money is a personal finance app that helps and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so you can grow grow your savings? Absolutely, yes. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses? Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate lower bills for me? Up to 20%? Maybe. But for our listeners, definitely yes. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash sportsteam. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash S-P-O-R-T-S-T-E-A-M. That's rocketmoney.com 
com slash sports team. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So when it comes down to sports in general and the reason people love sport, like for everyone listening who has never given sports a single thought, like I don't much either in my day-to-day life. I don't even know if I will after this podcast goes on for a year, but maybe I will. It's like this lifelong pursuit of what it is about this human experience, about competition, about like, because I don't really like competition that much, but mostly just because like, I don't like being angry. I'm a very like, uh, as a kid growing up, I was a very anger prone person and I didn't like that feeling. So I kind of squash it in myself, but I wonder if I conflate the idea of anger and competition together because I'm also a very competitive guy, yeah. um, naturally speaking. And maybe I shouldn't be afraid of that part of myself and maybe I should find a good outlet for it, right? So yeah, there's an interesting concept of that because I had that very much big issue in competition where like I hate losing. Mm-hmm. I always hate losing. Yeah, It's also why like sometimes I'm really, really stubborn about things that I feel like I really, really know mm-hmm. Yeah, because I believe in myself so much and I, I do a lot of research. But I run into the issue where when it's friendly competition, sometimes I get overly competitive. And mm-hmm. that's been a learning curve for me that has allowed me to enjoy it more and mm-hmm. be able to turn off that anger. And I think that's something you could do. Yeah. It just requires a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for everyone listening at home who don't really think about sports, like this is kind of why we're here. There is a human connection to this competition. Like it's kind of in the DNA of planet Earth. Competition is woven into every fabric of our existence. This idea of like trying to be better but my love at least I think of the feeling that I get from those sport moments or inspirational things is like it's not so much a competition with everyone else it's competition with yourself yeah and I feel that every day in my YouTube I don't feel like I'm a competitor to other YouTubers but I feel like I'm a competitor to who I was last year like I'm trying to always be better because I'm trying to always improve and I'm trying to always expand my art and share my vision with people and that's like an inner competition and I get such beautiful feelings of inspiration and joy when people see something that I really struggled for. When I do something that I know I can do and I am just like, I throw a video out there because I think it's like, okay, but I know I could do that. I don't get the same joy as something that I don't know if I can do this and then sending it out there for people to see. It's just like those moments exist in sports every day. Oh, especially in individual sports, that sentiment that you're saying even right there is Mm -hmm. huge in swimming. Yeah. You know, you might not be the greatest swimmer that exists. Mm -hmm. You're not Michael Phelps. Yeah. You're good. And a lot of times... Me, I'm not good. I sink like a rock. I got dense bones. I don't swim good. I also sink like a rock, though. But you, you look, man. I, I trained really hard. You trained really hard. You got a master's degree in swimming. I don't <laughs> got that. The sentiment is you beat your own times. Right. And that's a huge thing in individual sports. That was something I really struggled with athletically. Mm-hmm. I'm a big team sports person because I'm an extrovert. But I always am a person that wants to beat the other person. Mm-hmm. Until I started swimming, did I suddenly realize the internal accomplishment of getting a new personal best. Mm-hmm. 
and how amazing that feels as you see and can track your improvement, which is a huge thing in sport, in my opinion, is it's really easy to track that improvement. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And in some areas of life, it's harder to do that because a lot of it has numerous other factors. Mm, yeah. And so that creates that drive for sport for me in a big way that I've recently developed when I was in my undergraduate, when I actually swam competitively. Yeah. Interesting. Is that that own defeating past self? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's pervasive outside of sports. Like it's it's in every facet of our lives. I think that a lot of people feel this. It's not complacency. It's a dissatisfaction with lack of challenge. Yeah. People love challenge. That's why people love games. Because if you play the same game, and unless you're like a kid and you can watch the same goddamn movie over and over and over again, or play the same game endlessly on repeat forever, people love a challenge. And there's an interesting idea in Tetris, in that Tetris has a perfect difficulty curve and it's like no matter what you do in tetris there will be a point no matter how skillful you are no matter how great you are at the game there is a point where you will lose but where that point is is dependent on your skill so when you start out you may get to like level three or level four you've never played before you get to level 10 in a few like days you know you push that but the game always speeds up and there's a certain point when your reaction times just can't match up and like that chase in games in sports in wherever of like getting the diminishing returns of the challenge it's kind of a fine line of like when will i lose motivation to push what is my limit what is that point at which I hit the difficulty curve? And uh, when it comes to sports, it's like there's playing sports and then there's watching sports. Yes. And those are two different but interconnected worlds. And this is like a conversation that a lot of people have with watching games, you know, mm -hmm. watching stuff. Why do you think, why are sports popular not just to play but to watch? So I think that all comes down to the same underlying human condition mm -hmm. of the sports experience because there's a terminology that ends up resulting when people say it's my team, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So you'll hear, you hear me say it sometimes, like the Cincinnati Bengals are my team sometimes, unfortunately. <laughs> but it's one of those things where you get this same camaraderie. Uh -huh. You get this same thing to where you feel a part of something, even if it doesn't give you anything back. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how to describe it psychologically but that's the biggest underlying condition is when you're watching that game you're so enthralled mm. your adrenaline and your body matches and emulates not to the same degree mm. but that athletic competition to when a play has happened that adrenaline ticks in mm. that same thing ticks into your mind of like oh are they about to score a touchdown are they about to hit a home run are they about to dunk you know there's a lot of different things where you get this adrenaline surge yeah. within that relatable human condition uh -huh. that it just transfers straight into you. Yeah, that's, and that's crazy because that is technically them affecting you. Correct. Without them ever knowing you as a person existing at all. Some player who makes an incredible save or makes an incredible throw of a basketball, a dunk, delicious dunk, you know, like a big old touchy down, you know, they affect thousands, maybe even millions of people yeah. with that one move. 
like in the cosmic scale of events that occur in life, it's not going to move a mountain. It's not going to do something, but it might inspire a person to do something. Like you can cause action from your action without ever touching that person. Just from them looking at you, they invoke in their mind a feeling. And that feeling is so sharp that it's like, it's addictive. It's the edge of your seat. You don't know what's going to happen. It could Mm -hmm. be amazing. It could be absolutely horrible. Yeah, yeah. But you're there. You're engaged. You're enthralled. Uh And now there's a lot of other people that are like more average sports fans that don't necessarily get that urge, but they Mm -hmm. love the statistics of it. They're either former athletes in a lot of ways. And a lot of people in their life have done some sort of athletic activity, Mm -hmm. whether it's like youth soccer or things like that. There's a lot of different nuances that it's so pervasive within our life that it's talked about everywhere. Mm -hmm. It is so ingrained in society that it affects so much on that scale Mm -hmm. that it can't help but pull you in. Yeah, exactly. It can't help but pull you in. It can't help it. And even something like a wrestling match, because I tried to watch things because that's a sport that I played. I watch a, like a championship match and I felt the emotions too. It was all there. Every heart pounding moment. It was a recorded thing that happened ages ago. Not even live. I still felt it. Yeah, because you also, the, you didn't know the ending. I didn't know the ending. I did not know the ending. And it's like, it's, it's kind of like, that's why people don't like getting endings spoiled is because there is a magic in it, in movies, in, in literature, in, in in podcasts. Yep. Maybe not this podcast. People probably know how this Maybe later. Going. Maybe later. Maybe. Once we all get a crash course in sport in general, maybe we'll all be able to feel that feeling. Anyway, I have asked three questions. Oh, I know. Hang on, I got to speed through some of these. We've been talking a bit too much. What is the most dangerous sport? If you want to take like the general major sports, I would argue that football is. Football. Um, Because of long-term damage and stuff like that. If you get into crazy other sports that are obscure, Uh, there's ones out there that people lose lives all the time. If you go historic, there's a lot of ones out there. The human game, the human hunt. Is war a sport? No. Okay, <laughs> that's a trick question. That was a trick question because it's like it has athletic ability. It's got rules. It's got competition. Most rules of war get ignored. Like that's the rules fair. around there, there's a lot of different things. The rules of engagement, mm-hmm. various other things, like rules of engagement, and they vary based on country to country. Uh-huh. Like um, there's no general governing body to right. war. There likes right. to pretend to be. Right, but right, right. Was the gladiator pits in Rome sport? A yes, sport. yes. That yes, yes. Because yes. that had a lot of kill. Like ancient. Greece, ancient and, Greece, and the original Olympics. Back they were in killing. Athens, they were sports. stabbing. I don't know if they were stabbing or killing. Murdering. I know they were all naked. I heard that. Yes, there Those, were there were sports that were. I naked. heard Greeks, ancient but Greeks, loved being naked. From the technical standpoint of what sport is, the gladiator pits and things that were done within that mm-hmm. were a form of entertainment. Certain aspects of what they did would be considered in today's age sport. Right. Even with the bloodbath. Even with the bloodbath. What is the oldest sport? That's really interesting. There's constantly new stuff being developed and uncovered. The one that I like to go back to, like in today's day and age of sport, Uh probably the one that traces back the furthest is some anecdotal version of football or soccer. Mm -hmm. Um, That's probably one of the big name sports between baseball, football, Uh soccer, hockey, those things. It's Uh probably that. If I want to go further than that as far as teams, sports soccer is probably the oldest individual i would probably say wrestling uh-huh. or some form of boxing or fighting mixed martial arts right okay all right or hunting if you consider hunting a sport as opposed to does the deer have a, a sporting chance 
it's very tiny. <laughs> the deer could kill the hunter, technically speaking. More more often than not, they'd run, yeah. and the sporting chance is their survival. But uh, it's hard for me. Sporting. Like, yeah. Mm. I feel like if you go out and you match like what their weapons are, so you go out with antlers on your head. Oh, and, and it's antler to, v it's antler. Antler v antler. And then it's a sporting chance. 100%. Then it's fair. That's a sport. That's you I having the lesser that. degree of sporting chance. You get a bear and you've got like wolverine claws and you got to like go toe to toe with it. So instead of bull riding, bull charging. Yeah, exactly. 100%. You That bullfighter doesn't have a flag. He's got horns. Yeah, that bullfighter's done. <laughs> bullfighter is done. <laughs> hey, fair is fair. You know, fair is fair. I mean, that's kind of like humans. Uh, we, we don't have a lot of physical exams, but the stupid brain that's way too smart for its own good, you know. I feel like probably the first sport, the oldest sport, was probably just some dude going to some other dude be like, me throw rock, hit other rock, you know hit. And oh, yeah? Like, winner get lady. I mean, that's Highland Games. <gasps> That's Highland Games. The Highland Games. Oh, no. That is legitimately, like, there's a foundational principle of rock throwing uh -huh. for somebody's hand in marriage. Yeah, and, the, and then someone else on the sideline go, like, me bet three rock, he no hit rock with rock. I'm like, oh, you on. Let's open sport book. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, there's there's a lot of interesting nuances to that. Like jousting was often back in the day. That is definitely a sport. Okay. Um, and a lot of times there would be jousting competitions for somebody's hand in marriage mm -hmm. and various stuff like that. Interesting. Because that's whole garbage stuff about, but that was considered the trophy back then. Yeah. I almost feel like kind of in a weird way, sports and the watching of sports are so interconnected that maybe it's not mandatory to happen, but to really consider a sport a sport, it has to be something that people do enjoy watching. Mm -hmm. People find entertaining. Yeah, that, that's what it boils down to. It's about entertainment. Life is a boring piece of shit. But Our existence is just nothing but a stupor of one moment to the next. And we need to fill it with moments of futile joy that pop up and bleed away. And we chase the high of entertainment to give us a distraction from the mundanity of life. But the thing is, there's some people that argue sports has to be have an entertainment venture of people watching. But there are other people that would argue it would still be considered a sport if there was no audience. But I'm not saying if there was no audience. If like two people were playing chess on their own, they're still like, I think they're having a competitive oh, yeah. match in the sport of chess. Right. I'm saying like... But there's probably some things that people would not want to watch. I take everything I said back because there's always there's someone always out there that would want to watch. <laughs> there's, always there's always an, an audience. audience. You just have to find it. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. CeraVe Facial Moisturizers with SPF protect skin against damaging UV rays and continuously deliver three essential ceramides to help restore skin's protective barrier so it can lock in moisture. Non-greasy, fragrance-free, and won't clog pores? With CeraVe, skin feels hydrated and looks healthy all day. CeraVe Facial Moisturizers with SPF from the number one dermatologist recommended facial moisturizer brand. 
All right, so some sports don't have big audiences. Not a lot of people want to see them, but there are some sports out there that a lot of people want to see. A lot of people. For one reason or another, they are really drawn towards one specific competition. And in that competition, there's a sub-competition that they want to see more of than the other competition, right? Sure. <laughs> a competition within a competition, sub-competition. Are you talking about football? No, well, not specifically. I mean, yes, I'm getting there. Hold on. I, I was talking like more in the competition sense of what we were just talking about, how sports is technically some kind of a competition between people. There's like, you know. Yeah, but uh, the only, the only. <laughs> There's, you know. Mark, Mark, I know we're close and good friends, but I think you need to, need to cool it in. Uh... Competition. Yes. You know what I'm talking about. Well, anyway, let me finish what I was saying before you rudely interrupted oh, sorry, me. Sorry. There are certain sports that are more popular than other sports, and there are certain sports that have big events that are more popular than the other events within that sports. The sub-event in the sub... the comp, the. I now understand where okay, you're going with good, this. You're talking good. about, like, the regular season versus, like, playoffs versus championship yes, kind of dynamic. Okay, yes. okay. Yeah. That's definitely the case because there's more at stake when you're determining who is the best of the best. Mm -hmm. Because it, go. Oh, oh, <laughs> it's the culmination of, of an entire season, an entire competition league, so mm -hmm. to speak. So yeah. everybody plays each other or whatever happens within whatever sport we're referring to. And then they get to the part where the best of the best move on. Mm -hmm. And then it's a tournament style. It's a bracket. Oh. Good word. Yeah, yeah. Did we? I don't think we. Talked I don't think that. we've ever talked. Don't, about yeah, don't point at me like oh. I know something. I don't know nothing. Any, <laughs> You're oh. the giver of knowledge. Um, no one could see what you were doing. I know. <laughs> it was outrageous. He pulled his pants down, just started circling his <laughs> dick in a helicopter. It was nuts. Calm oh. yourself. Oh, okay, sorry, sorry. But yeah, you get to the point where you're actually determining who is the best of the best. It mm. gets down to those final games, the way you find who is the ultimate grand champion of mm -hmm. whatever league. Yeah. And that happens in all sports. You could imagine college basketball, March Madness is a big part of that. That's mm -hmm. coming up soon. Um, obviously, right now we're getting into the culmination of the NFL. Uh -huh. So the playoffs are going on and pretty soon we're going to have the bleep out what he said I, I mean i mean the big game the nfl championship game uh, don't sue me nbc yeah there's a there's a weird thing in terms of entertainment where i don't know why but for some reason some people can't say and bleep this out will or else we're gonna get sued the bowl you have to call it something else for those of you who don't know what sports are in general like in my camp like you wouldn't know what this is about or what we're even referring to but in terms of football the very last game that they play is in the nfl in the nfl what yeah because we already had the college football playoffs and the college football championship oh well they don't count well georgia beat alabama it was a big deal oh well okay D whatever <laughs> who cares <laughs> does anybody care no does anybody care? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I was wrong. Another wrong for me. I, I get it. I think a lot of collegiate athletes would disagree with you on that front that uh, they would care. Well, what do they know? They haven't graduated yet, so they don't have their knowledge. You get all your knowledge when you get the diploma. That's why I'm so stupid. I dropped okay. out of college. Was, you graduated. You I got was, your <laughs> master's paper, and then all the knowledge flooded into your brain. I was about to call you out and be like, are you talking about yourself or are you talking about other I'm people? I'm talking about myself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so coming up soon yes. is this mythical thing called the big game. The NFL championship game. The NFL championship game. <laughs> That's so <laughs> stupid. Anyway, yeah. The, the, uh, the yeah. giant bowl. 
next. Because I can't say super. The Ultra Bowl. The Mega Bowl. The Omega Bowl. There's the Alpha Bowl and the Omega Bowl. And then they fight each other to the death to see which bowl is bigger. Yeah, exactly. Why do they call it a bowl? It has to do with the shape, like a coliseum. The stadium is kind of like a bowl. But they always play football games in like stadiums. Well, some of them are domes. They don't call it the Super Dome. Has a I... Super uh, Has the Ultra Bowl ever been played in a dome? Yes. Why didn't they call it a uh, Super Dome? So the term goes back. It was just said on a broadcast by NBC and it became the designation of the game because in college football, there's multiple bowl games. You have mm -hmm. the Rose Bowl, you have the Fiesta Bowl, you have all these different bowls in college and the college football playoff championship. There's the Orange Bowl. Like Freeze what you're saying. Yes. Is that why it's called the Stanley Cup? Because it looks like a cup. No. An arena. No. The it's like a cup. No, no, the, it's, the, it's, it's about the trophy in that case. The Stanley Cup. The Stanley Cup is the trophy. But the competition called the Stanley Cup match <laughs> thing, right? No. I'm on to something. No. <laughs> I think I am. No. I think so. Anyway, uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> we were talking about the NFL championship and why it's called the super, insert other words, bowl. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it counts if you just separate it with insert other words. But okay, legally distinct. All right. Anyway, getting off the topic of the name of it, why do so many people want to watch this? Because even people that don't watch sports, like myself, has been invited out to something bowl parties. Yeah. I think the, the biggest thing is the marketing around it. The Super Bowl, it's the big championship <gasps> itself. It actually has the largest, like cost for 30 second ad of any televised event that's a good history. point the ads yeah that's why i always cared about the super thing <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard not it's to so say hard it. not to say it. that's why i always cared about it I, I didn't watch the match i just waited for the commercials because that's where all of the companies put in like they gather up all of their marketing team Tons they of give money. them like kilograms of cocaine and they like so much weed and they're like go 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 right 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 be creative be creative, be creative. <laughs> it's like and then there's a sub uh a not so no no hyphens all one word not so super bowl <laughs> there's the playoffs of writers who are trying to make the best commercial and there is a ranking afterwards yes. of best commercial and yes. remember that one year when uh everything was a tie dad oh yeah tie well, uh, yeah. was huge yeah. yeah except i almost said downy everything's a downy <laughs> <ad>. <laughs> Whatever, like this isn't, unless this podcast is sponsored by Tide, uh, like who cares? We're not promoting Tide because immediately after that, I think the Tide Pod incident came oh, out. Oh yeah, yeah, that did happen. That, that, that did, did happen. happen. Ruined any good cred that they got from that. But then that had a distinct impact on their sales. Yes. I remember, like not only is there a lot of exposure from people watching, but like getting the best ads makes people talk about that. They go out and see it. They want to know what it is. They want to watch. And it's very rare that people want to watch an advert. Correct. And a lot of these advertisements are, are super in-depth and super creative, and they cost a lot of money because mm. just to have the 30-second ad slot, you're paying millions of dollars. Millions of Millions dollars. for 30 seconds of airtime. Mm. And that's because this is the biggest and most viewership event on television. Mm. It's broken records year after year, depending on who's in the super, the super game. <laughs> um, 
right. and going on in that sense. And at the end of the day, there's always videos where, like you said, they rank them on the list. Uh-huh. It's a huge marketing thing, and there's marketing conferences that actually talk about it. Mm-hmm. When I was in school, we had to actually study the advertisements mm-hmm. and what was going on there. But there's actually been a lot of innovation in the marketing and advertising space surrounding this game mm-hmm. to where you have stuff that has created a direct impact, not just creatively, but technologically uh-huh. during this big event. And then at the same time, you also have the biggest halftime show. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, last year, The weekend performed. Uh-huh. And there's um, that meme afterwards of him lost in the lights. Like, yep. Oh, yep. No. There, there were years where, you know, um, you had the... The giant incident with Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson with the wardrobe malfunction. Uh-huh. Like there are major, major people that love the halftime show uh-huh. and just pay attention to the halftime show. People watch it for the ads. People watch it for the halftime show. And then you have the people that actually watch it for the game itself. Uh-huh. So a lot of different subgenres collected into one place that allows a lot of people to get enjoyment out of it. Yeah. Right? And so it created a, a bigger event where it creates people gathering to have conversations, hang out and have fun. It's another excuse because, you know, you're just coming off of Christmas. You're coming off of New Year's. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lull until Valentine's Day. And Valentine's Day for a lot of people is horrible depressing yes very absolutely sad. yeah shouldn't exist people are just alone a perversion sad. of our uh all i can think of is clitoris <laughs> uh what's a what's a capitalist there that's the word <laughs> <laughs> very different things. no 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 not as different as one might think <laughs> A perversion of our cap. I was going to go on a big rant, but I'm going to stop myself because uh, I think think I've done enough. I had another point that I was going to make, but I think I've gotten sidetracked. Do you have anything to say about this? Yeah, it's... it's, Don't uh, think of glitters. Don't. Don't. (laughs) Stop Stop. trying to put it in my head. (laughs) Now it's the only thing I'm thinking about. Uh, No, I know, right? (laughs) Just get your just right there Ugh, don't say it. <laughs> i'm not okay i completely lost my train of thought but it has to do with it gives another reason for people to get together you know after christmas after new year's to give people a reason to gather and just have fun why are all the truck commercials the same when you wake up in the morning and you rub your balls with a piece of raw leather that's when you know you're gonna get the day gun <laughs> get the day done <laughs> Get the gun. You're gonna gun the day. You're gonna shoot the day out of the day sky and claim it for sky. yourself. You don't want no pansy truck dragging you along. You want a powerful, hairy truck <laughs> with big with balls. Big balls. You want a big, broad chest, big shoulders, and huge balls. That's what a man wants. Well, I think that has to do with market research and understanding your demographic. They know their demographic <laughs> real well. I mean, that is a thing. It's like it's every... Anyway, that's not the point. We're not going to talk about commercials. It's This is not... We're getting into too many details of the broads of sports. We're talking about this sporting event because it, it is a very topical one that is coming up. Who's playing? We don't know yet. Why don't we know? We can take a guess. I mean, we have the teams that are in the playoffs. The day we're recording this right now is the first round of the playoffs. Okay. In fact, right now in about 30 minutes, the Bengals and Raiders are going to face off in a wild card matchup. Okay. So do you want to know the teams that are in? Yeah, list them out to me. All right. So on the AFC side, we have the Kansas City Chiefs. I know Kansas. The Tennessee Tennessee Titans. (laughs) The Tennessee Titans. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. You have the Cincinnati Bengals. You have the Oakland Raiders. You have the Pittsburgh Steelers. You have the Buffalo Bills. And you have the New England Patriots. Uh huh. In the NFC side, you have 
Green Bay Packers. Okay. We have the Dallas Cowboys, mm -hmm. San Francisco 49ers, uh -huh. Los Angeles Rams, Arizona Cardinals. Cool. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. So seven on each side, which actually last year, there were only six teams that made the playoffs on each side. So there was a rule change. They made it so that the season was one game longer. They played 17 games instead of 16 games. And then they added an additional team to the playoffs. So there's seven for the AFC and seven for the NFC. Okay. Was that a good decision? I mean, depends on who you ask. Uh, everything depends on who you ask. When it anyway. comes to, down to making money, yeah, it was a good decision. Okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It comes down to making money. <laughs> when it comes down to players and injuries, probably not. Probably not. Yeah. If you guys uh, listening at home are in my camp and you don't know too much about sports, we will release a football primer. We are going to do primer episodes that explain the fundamental basics of all of these sports for people to know and understand so that they can follow along. Here's a snippet of what we talked about. Oh, Let me just give a recap of yes. everything that I've learned so Certainly. far. It's from the very beginning. Yes. There's a special team, like special ops. They sneak up onto the field. and They, they don't sneak. They sneak into the field <laughs> under the darkness of night. Well, the people don't know because they're camouflaged on the field. They have lines painted on ghillie suits that look like the field. And then they emerge, right? And people don't know when the game starts until they pop up out of the ground. And then they go and kick the ball. And then the other team who is hiding in a secret formation out on the receiving end, they pop up. And then they catch the ball and they run it as far as they can. And then they switch out. There's an offense team and a defense team. We don't know about the defense team yet. We're, we're focusing on the focusing offense. Focusing on the offense. I also want to predicate that Mark's whole thing about camouflage and them sneaking on the field is completely false and you need to disagree. You don't know that. Watch a football game. It happens. You'll see it. It's totally true. As you can see, I learned nothing or will learn nothing because it hasn't happened yet. Well, maybe it has. But in the future, when I am in the past now, when we recorded this past, in the future, when you're listening to it, this episode that I'm talking about will come out after that. So it's in the future of the past that hasn't happened in the future yet. We don't know which one of these teams is going to move on to the big game. No, no, we don't. We don't know. We do know it's going to be one of the seven from the AFC uh -huh. and one of the seven from the NFC. Okay. The number one seed in the AFC is the Tennessee Titans. Okay. The number one seed in the NFC is the Green Bay Packers. Okay. That's just who they think is going to win. That's just who has the first round by. Why do they call the it a seed? I don't know the definitions of words that's not what we studied i'm just curious why is it called a bowl why is it called a cup why is it called a seed i mean the seeding is just your placement and ranking it's just an easy way to say you know who's i better remember than back who. when i did wrestling and they said you're going up against the first seed i'm like what does that mean i thought i was wrestling a man but no i was never first seed i was very low it's just a preliminary ranking that's all that it means yeah, but why do they call it that? I'm just telling you. That if anyone at home knows why they call it that, please let us know. It, it's just the number that they're ranked. I don't know why <laughs> it's designated as a seed. <laughs> I've stumped him, ladies and gentlemen. It's the first episode, and I've stumped him. All right, moving on from your failure no. to answer my question. Hold no, we're time's no. up. I'm sorry. No, ding, ding, I ding. want you to pick who you think's going to be in the... Well, oh, yeah, let's uh, do that. Okay. Okay. 
who do so you So I got a, like a one in seven chance, right? You got to pick one from the AFC and mm. one from the NFC. Okay. Do you All want right. me to list the teams again or do you remember mm, them? It doesn't matter. Okay. I wouldn't remember anyway. Um, <clears throat> What I'm going to do is, okay, actually, let's go down the list for the NFC. The NFC? We're going to play rock, paper, scissors. And for each one that goes, we'll, I'll narrow it down that way. Don't think about it too much. Okay. Name me the first two teams that are going to play against each you other. You want me to list them in order Oh, that they'll we'll play against That'll each play other? That'll play against each other. Okay. That is going to be the Eagles and Buccaneers. Okay. All right. And we go on shoot. If you win, it's Eagles. If I win, it's Buccaneers. Okay? All right. All right. So you were Eagles? That's what you said. Eagles win. All right. So you want to do NFC again? Yeah. What's the next matchup? 49ers and Cowboys. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Cowboys. Cowboys. And 49ers were expunged to the Correct. nether realm. Correct. All right, next. Cardinals and Rams. Okay. <sighs> All right, Cardinals. I don't understand how who you're assigning to who. <laughs> it's you, the first name, me, the second. Okay. Well, that's not how it was the lot. Got it. Here we go. What's the next one? Doesn't matter. Here we go. Uh, I, <laughs> here we go. We're talking, are we staying in the NFC? Here we, we go. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. All right. I win. What was the second name that you were going to read if you were going to read names? <laughs> I didn't have names but, yet. I mean, what was you going to read if you were going to say names? I don't know. All right, I'll match it up. Eagles was Cowboys. Cowboys won that one. Cool. That's, I don't think that's who would ma play each other. Cowboys won it. Uh, okay, then the right. other one Next. is Packers. And Here we go. Boom, 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 pow. Boom, 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 pow. Ah, man. I thought the Cardinals had that. <laughs> they do not. They're out. So Ooh. that would be the Packers. Packers. All right, cool. All right, here we go. Boom, 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 pow. Ah, shit. Packers going all the way. All right, so Packers in the NFC. That's yep. Mark's pick. That's all not right. a bad pick. They're the number one seed. And they have the probably the MVP of the league at quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. You see random chance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, I'm thinking of a number between one and seven. You read out the names in reverse order. Reverse order? In alphabetical order. Bengals. Okay. Bills. Okay. Chiefs. Mm -hmm. Patriots. Yep. Raiders. Titans. It was Steelers and then Titans. I that's, screwed up the alphabet. That's okay. It was five anyway. Raiders. Okay. Raiders? Raiders. 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 <laughs> So it's going to be Green Bay versus the Raiders in the yeah. Super Bowl? Mm -hmm. That's sad. That means they beat the Bengals. <laughs> well, you know, we're used to disappointment. <laughs> oh, God dang it. <laughs> so your prediction is going to be uh, Packers, Raiders, Raiders. Packers, Raiders. Yeah, Who do you think wins that? Oh, well, I don't know that. Flip a coin. Uh, you're right. I, coin. I have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that. Don't just say that randomly. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> It's a fake gun. It's prop. It's prop. Prop gun. Sounds very real. I assure you, it's fake. So right. how, are, how are you? I'm gonna, gonna play Russian. <laughs> <laughs> There's one fake. <laughs> like it's an airsoft gun, but it's a revolver. I've used it in many videos. Don't do this at home, it's kids. War, it's Wharf Stash's prop gun. Very fake. I'm not even gonna point it at myself or anything like Good. that. But what's gonna happen is I'm gonna spin in the barrel. All right. And if it would have been a, I'm just gonna keep going. I'll start with Packers, end with the other one. <laughs> whoever whoever gets the boom loses. Okay, here we go. Was that no? Okay, that was Packers first, right? That's okay. what you said. Okay, let's see. That would be Raiders. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Packers, this doesn't look good for you. Bam! 
Actually, why did I go bam? We'll put in a. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, poor Packers. Oh no, had to put them. Down. <laughs> oh my god! This is awful. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Make it family friendly. <laughs> Okay, so Packers. No, they're dead. <laughs> so the Raiders win. Yeah, sure. Let's go wow. with that. All right. Well, I'll go ahead and say I'm going to say Bengals over the Raiders. Okay. That's hopeful thinking. Oh, they were matched up. Yes. Ah, damn it. <clears throat> um, Chiefs versus over the Steelers in the AFC. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say the Bills beat the Patriots again. So those are the three teams. Okay. Then they're going to face off the lowest seed would play the Titans, which would be the Bengals. I think the Bengals beat the Titans, mm-hmm. and I think the Bills beat the Chiefs. Okay. And unfortunately, I'm going to take the Bills over the Bengals, so the Bills are going to be in the Super Game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you know you know what's funny? Some people are going to get upset with my picks, not because they were completely random and bullshit, but they're going to be like, how could you believe that that team's going to beat yeah. that team? And yeah. I'm like... Oh my I don't god, know. Oh my god, man. I literally as random as I possibly could have made it. And I'm also gonna go with the Packers in the Super Bowl against the Bengals. Oh, okay. Or not the Bengals against the Bills, and I'm okay. gonna say the Bills win it all. Okay, all right. That sounds like a guess. That's my educated guess knowing about the matchups and uh-huh. stuff. So uh-huh. was I was I pretty <clears throat> good on the Packer pick? Yeah. Oh they're they're a very, very good team this year. Kai Bai Bowl. That's Korean for rock, paper, scissors. Oh. Nice. You know, they, they go on the third one. They don't go shoot. It's kind of by boom. Yeah, that's that's how we used to do it as kids, and we used to call it paper, rock, scissors in Ohio. In I don't think school. this was called paper, rock, scissors. I, I, I wasn't this, doing this. It's like, it's like you can't see it at home, but he had his palm like facing towards him, and he was like slamming his fist like it didn't look right. Anyway, uh, we are all out of time for this episode of Go! My Favorite Sports Team. Hope you've learned some things about sports. I certainly have. Thank you, Tyler, for joining me on this adventure. Of course, this is going to be a fun adventure, and I hope you guys stay tuned to listen to uh, more conversations about sport and what's going on in the sport world. Yeah, this is going to be a trip because I'm already learning a lot. I don't know if I care about sports yet, but I like talking about it and hearing about the amazing things that are happening in the world of sport, and I can't wait to expand this. In next week's episode, we will probably be doing a primer on one specific sport in general so that we can all learn about what that is and then we can talk about it follow us and go on this journey along with mark and it's gonna be a fun time it should experience it together yeah absolutely we have some games planned down the road for our own competitive sake but we need to give me a sporting chance before we do that anyway thank you remember to subscribe on whatever podcast app you are listening to so just uh look forward to that thank you everybody for listening